Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. So you guys have just finished fighting off this terrible ghost woman who uh, did you some did some terrible things to you. Um, she wasn't fun to fight, but you got through it, and now you are uh, finally gonna get some sleep with the few hours you have left in the night. Nori kind of silently keeps to himself as he goes to sleep, looking kind of spooked. But you're all tired, so uh, you all fall asleep pretty quickly. But uh, Dartle, you. Something just happened to you. Um, you aged another 40 years, which I imagine is pretty traumatic for you. What's what's going through your head? So Dartle's off by himself. Um, he's crouched in the corner in the dark. Um, and he hasn't seen himself yet, but he can tell what happened because it's a familiar feeling to him. So he takes out his dark blade, sees himself in like the black steel, his reflection, and um, he realizes his life, he just missed his life. Um, he joined the guild so he could have um, lived that last 50 years he had left before he dies of old age, and then those got taken from him too. So he's um, trying not to feel sorry for himself, but at the same time having that feeling like, if anyone can feel sorry for myself, well, you know, in the feeling when like uh, things couldn't possibly get worse, and then you age another 40 years, that's what it feels like. So he just lets his gray tear fall onto uh, his blade and just kind of sits there pondering his existence with 10 years left to live. Yeah, a lot to think about as you fall asleep a lot on your mind but you you still fall asleep and sleep those couple of hours that you have left but i have a question for the three of you uh which of you wakes up first not me i think juilliard wakes up first um in kind of the wee hours of the day because his uh his wound is still um you know infested and it's, it's necrotic and so he needs to, to kind of address that to, to sleep comfortably so he wakes up really early, um, and he sits by the fire for a little bit, 
he has a healing potion, um, which he takes out, um, and he uh, swigs half of it and saves just a little bit and pours it on the wound, um, which I think. How do we? How much do we say that normal healing potions heal us by? It's two d four plus two, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so that heals him uh, eight points. <coughs> well, if you if you did sleep at all, that still uh, heals you for a little bit because you get some points back from like... a short rest at least. Are we taking a short? Oh wait, did he just wake up early? Because we're taking a long rest, right? Yeah, I was gonna like a long rest just should. Just sleeping for six hours. Yeah, I, I I think you should get most of your points back, Juilliard, but. Um... Yeah, it's it's not going to waste since I think a long rest has to be eight hours, and you definitely don't have eight hours of sleep in you. All right. Um, so I'll heal. Well, I'll heal so myself an, another little bit. Um, then I was just gonna say that like a long rest is, and you have to be asleep for six of the hours, but it occupies an eight-hour space. So like, okay, you can trade off in shifts. But yeah. Okay, I see. Um, yeah, so you definitely don't even get six. We'll say you get like four or five but um yeah so you're um kind of tending to your wound and as you're doing that you kind of notice that um both Kitsa and Dartle are still there sleeping but you notice that Nori isn't on his bedroll and you kind of like look around and panic for a second but then um you see him sitting alone watching the sun rise at the edge of the cave and he just kind of looks like he's being reflective okay Juilliard's gonna sit up from where he is and and walk over to uh to nori i suppose and, and sits next to him do you say anything uh not at first i think juilliard would wait until nori says something first because i don't think he really knows what to, to say i think he realizes that like nori is going through a lot and this is like kind of like normal occupational hazard for juilliard to you know like be in danger so i don't think that he's really the one to initiate the conversation. I think he's willing to kind of wait to see if Nori has anything to say. Okay. Um, he doesn't really acknowledge you as you sit down, and uh, he, he knows you're there, but uh, you two just kind of sit in silence for a second. Uh, more than a second. More like a, a couple minutes, probably. And um, he eventually says, Juilliard, I think you were right. Oh? I shouldn't be out here. This is too dangerous for someone small like me. Julia, like, kind of looks at him and is, like, kind of, like, appraising him. And with, like, a neutral expression, he asks, Where did you learn to do that magic? Well, my dad taught it to me in little bits as I've been growing up, but uh, he tells me it's only for, for emergencies. My parents don't really want me to be going out adventuring, kind of, like I am right now. But it's always what I've wanted to do ever since I was little and since we discovered that I had this gift. But after that scary fight last night, I don't know if it's for me. So Juilliard like looks like back towards the sunset again and kind of like 
thinks about his own life for a second and just kind of like lets that linger in the air for a minute. Um, and then he starts to talk to Nori. You know, you do have something now that most adventurers, when they first start out, don't. You do have practical experience seeing what danger is like. How will you react when things are not going your way? If your friends are on the line, your life is at stake, how do you react? And while I was fighting the ghost and Dartle was being cursed and Kitsa was doing magic, you stayed there right with us the entire time. And you even helped us win. You could have saved somebody's life today. Who knows? Maybe you even saved mine. You don't have to be an adventurer, Nori. But knowing that you won't run away when things get rough is a good quality that any person should have. And you should hold that dear to you. Uh, that definitely puts a smile on his face. Not not like a super huge uh, giddy grin or anything, but that definitely helps his mood a little bit. And um, he says, I'm not actually visiting a friend. I'm visiting my sister. Why did you lie about that? And why are you visiting her? She was a lot like me when she was my age. She wanted to be a traveler, an adventurer, but of course my parents are against that. So she ran away and she sent me a letter years later telling me where she was. And now a couple times a year, I go to visit her. My parents don't know about it. Hmm. Juilliard doesn't know how to like respond to that since like he has like never had family. And so he just kind of like sits by him a little bit. And eventually he says, I think family is important. And if you really want to keep it secret from your parents that you're visiting your sister, I think that's okay. But I think they should deserve to know about your whereabouts and what you're doing. I mean, they're your parents, right? They'll love you no matter what. And they certainly wouldn't want you to die on your way. And neither would your sister, for that matter. Yeah, you're probably right. I, uh, I've got a lot to think about. Thanks, Juilliard. Ah, uh, yeah, well, it's no problem. You don't have to listen to me. I'm just a washed-up old monk. In any case, uh, you can think about that while we get you to your sister's place. I think at this point, it's foolish to turn back now. Kitsa and Dartle, you kind of start to stir and wake up to the sound of this conversation going on. And uh, the four of you just kind of pack up your things. And can you... Can talk to Dartle? Can you talk to Dartle? Yeah, of course. Yeah. But, like, before you leave the cave... Yeah. Um, I just want to be like... Hey, um... Are you okay with moving forward? Do you want to go back to the guild? I mean, I... Uh, I mean, I've tried to run away from my problems before, and, like, frankly, I... I'm gonna be 490 years old in the guild, too. I don't know. Do you do you think they maybe know someone who can fix this? I, or I mean... Who can help? Like, are you physically capable? I actually I don't know if I'm physically capable. Should I like can I like see if I could walk for a minute? We yeah. can make you a cane. We can I mean, find a branch. You can walk. I like you you continued to fight that ghost, so you're definitely okay. physically able to still do things. 
I, Darnold's trying really he hard like to he not. Went through a lot last night. I, I, so he's trying really hard to not like look like weak. Like he's very clearly because he's still. I mean, in like actual time, it's been like less than a year since he was a twenty-year-old fighter. So he's trying really hard to be like, I'm not gonna cry. Um, he's just like I. He, so he, he's looking at Kitsa and he's like, I, I guess I could use a, a cane. I guess <laughs> if I, it might help me walk. <laughs> Yeah, and I just want you to know, we're here to help you, and we're here for you, and I don't know how to fix this, but we'll fix it, and we'll figure it out, okay? Okay. I I, I, I bet someone at the guild can help me, but I don't know. If if you guys go off on your own, like, I, I feel like you could use my help. Like, I can't abandon you guys yeah, to go get young true. again and have you guys get killed by something that was obviously meant to be fought by three people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you wouldn't want to, like, you know, lead us into an unbalanced encounter of some sort. Yeah, that, like, yeah, you know, that'd be weird. Yeah. Um, I just want to make sure that you know we're here for you, and don't be afraid to ask for help. You're the best wizard that I've ever met, so I just want to make sure you have everything you need to be successful. Oh, thanks, Kitsa. Um, so, (laughs) Juilliard, like... Still have the unreliable accent. (laughs) The Brooklyn accent's gone. He's too old for it, by the way. It's just old man occasionally. (laughs) Um, so, like, Juilliard can, like, sense Dartle's, like, discomfort and, like, insecurity with him being old. And so, he, like, gets kind of, like... Okay, I don't know how to describe this. So, he, like, gets, like, a little bit, like sassy with Kitsa, but I hope she understands it. It's like in a like a way to help Dartle. So Juilliard says, Kitsa, you can't baby him. He's an adventurer. Just because he's a little bit older now doesn't mean he can't kick some serious ass. How dare you try to rob him of that kind of agency? A little bit older. In fact, he's our senior now. We have to listen to him. All hail Lord Dartle. And as he's saying this, he's like pulling things out of his backpack to like make room. He gives Nori a shovel. Um, he puts Dilby in like on Nori's head for a second, <laughs> and then he like opens up his pack, which is like now mostly empty. Um, and he like scoops up Dartle and says, "From now on, I'm your personal bodyguard, Lord Dartle. <laughs> totally. You're going to ride on my back." Very You're humanizing. Right. That's so much less patronizing than offering him a cane. I, it's just like a Luke Skywalker Yoda thing. Look, yes, I'm like, yes, <laughs> 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 It's the enemy you will, master. <laughs> <laughs> and All so right. Juilliard uh, puts Dartle on his back in his backpack. Got backpack no. You want me to put all this stuff in the bag of holding, or did you just want to leave it on the ground? Well, I gave yeah, some of the stuff. Uh, Nori says, did you give me this for a reason? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you, you are now holding these brass knuckles. Nori. <laughs> You're the one that wanted to come on this adventure in the first place, Nori, so the least you could do is carry some extra weight so that old grandpa here can ride on my back. All right, we don't need to... Uh, come on. <laughs> Shh, hush now. Yeah, I think Dark. I feel like I was a lot less patronizing than this. <laughs> He's doing like, the best like he can. <laughs> He's, he... <laughs> Me, I just want to make sure you have your dignity and what you need. I just... Juilliard, get in my back. Juilliard, <laughs> you know, this is... This is, how, this is how this feels, all right? At some... Sometimes I'm like, man... Juilliard's got my back. Now I'm on his. And sometimes like, I'm going to cast deafness on myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's a high compliment, my lord. Thanks. Uh, that was a long rest, right? Uh, 
Most of one, yeah. Um, we'll need... count it. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Second spell, yeah, spell we'll slot it. back. By the way, I didn't have yeah. that much in my backpack. I had some rope, a pot, and a shovel, I think. And some everything else is like carried on my person, I'm, I'm fairly sure. So, hopefully. Does Nori have a pack? If not, then we can just bag a holding it. But uh, Yeah, he has a, a small one. Okay. So, Darnold's on Juilliard's back now. Wee. <laughs> Juliet's like, or Dartle's like. I mean, for right now, yeah. This this looks like the the smart thing to do. <laughs> um. Okay. So if y'all are are set in your ways, um. You all kind of pack up your things and uh, you get ready for, uh, the rest of your journey. Uh, you know that the cave that you are looking for is uh, about half a day's journey away from where you are right now, and. Right now, you kind of have an important decision to make, whether you want to just go straight to the uh, the cave with Nori, like coming with you, or if you want to take him somewhere. And if you decide you want to take him somewhere, that's going to add at least another two days to your journey. So... Well, Nori? Oh, I was just going to ask Nori how he's feeling. I know you were talking to Juilliard earlier. Uh, my leg feels a little better today. I think it's I think it's healing up pretty quickly. Definitely feeling better than yesterday. That's good. I don't actively want to take you into harm's way. I also don't want to risk running into other things while we're taking you home. So I'm not really sure what the best decision is here. So Juilliard like kind of drops his like shtick of like being overly deferential to, to Lord Dartle and like gets like kind of like Juilliard serious face and says, realistically, I don't think we can afford to go two days out of our journey, regardless of, you know, Dartle's condition. Like we need to get back to the guild as soon as possible, not only so we can treat him, but so we can complete this mission. It is a little bit time sensitive. I'm not getting any younger. Let's move. I don't think we can take <laughs> waste of time either. So, Nori, I guess you're getting that adventure. You think I'm I'm ready for it? I won't be in your way? Hey, I'm glad to have you, personally. I don't know what that means coming from me, kid, but I gotta tell you, I'm happy to have you. Also glad to have you, but I think you should stay close because I very much don't want you to get hurt. Got it. Also, uh, Kitsa, uh, Dartle's, uh, I don't think he ever really thanked. Thank you so much for your pep talk. That really does mean a lot. Oh, oh yeah, it's no problem. Okay, so you guys are going to continue on with Nori at your side. Yep. Okay, so you are uh, continuing along with the, uh, the half-day journey that you have left along this mountainous path. And uh, pretty soon, without many interruptions, uh, you get to the X on the map that you were given. And since, you know, an X, a, a map is only so big or so small, the X can kind of mean a lot of different areas. Um, so you kind of keep your eyes peeled a little more where uh, you, when you get to where the X is on the map, and uh, because you were told that this entrance would be a little bit hidden. But lo and behold, after peeking around a well-covered corner path, you finally 
reach the hidden entrance to this chamber that you have been seeking for this whole journey. Are we good? Are we getting coronavirus over there? <laughs> oh, yes. Goodness. If anyone is going to have coronavirus, it's either going to be me or Amelia because she's traveling and I live in California. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> yeah. optimistic for my chances when I go to Vegas. If I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I've been in like four separate states in the past month. And I'm <laughs> so let's hope that uh, not, none of us die from coronavirus. Anyway, so you... Uh, so oh, I just won't. I simply would not contract the virus. <laughs> I just, I just won't. <laughs> I won't allow it to happen. Correct. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. You might be hearing my voice a little bit early this week since we decided to release a little early due to the world's kind of current circumstances. We sincerely hope that you all are staying healthy and safe during this kind of upsetting time. And if you're bored as heck in social isolation right now, then we hope that this early episode will help a little bit. So uh, let's get on to the news. <laughs> uh, first on the docket for today, you might have noticed our brand new rebrand. It's been almost a year since we started this podcast, which is crazy. We first recorded on like March 29th or something and then released our first episode uh, first day of April. So it's like kind of there, not quite. It's kind of, you know, within the span of a week. So not quite there, almost. Um, but yeah, it's it's been almost a year and we love this community so much and we decided that we wanted to show off a new, more stylish side of ourselves. So uh, we love our new look and we hope that you love it just as much. And if you love it, let us know. If you hate it, let us know. I hope you don't hate it. I'm sure you all love it. But uh, let us know what you think uh, at our social handles at Guildfellows. I almost said SCP Play. <laughs> And with that rebrand comes new merchandise. We have some brand new t-shirts and stickers in our store with our new logo. So go check those out at merch.guildfellows.com. So March 25th, this Wednesday is the very last day you can use the code GUILD15 in the Natural 20 Studio Etsy shop. They make great handmade dice bags. I love mine very much. So go get yourself one. Again, that's uh, code guild15 at uh, natural20 studio. We recently updated our Patreon page with new perks and goals, so go to patreon.com guildfellows to check out what you can get while you give. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Guildfellows if you haven't on your favorite platform, and that way we can be seen and heard by more people like you around the world. Our next episode is coming out on April 8th. Again, we want to thank you all so much for all of your love and all of your support for everything that we do. And we hope that we will continue this crazy story for as long as we can or want to. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll see you guys next time. Have I told you guys about Anchor? If you haven't heard about it, let me explain. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's a free app that you can find in your phone's app store. It gives you creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone or your computer. Let it be known that you don't need a professional setup to start a podcast. Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and tons of other platforms. You can make money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. 
It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We use Anchor for our podcasts, and as the one who edits and posts our episodes, it honestly makes my job so much easier. I really and truly love it. If you're looking to start your own podcast, I highly recommend using Anchor to do so. You can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Uh, so you see a stone door, and on it, on the very front, you see a three-letter code that you need to punch in. Alphabetical with common. Ooh. Converted to English for us. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> My first thought was ass, but I don't think kids really <laughs> think that. Okay, guys. Uh, what do we think it is? Three-letter code? Mm-hmm. Three-letter code. Okay. Um, Ricky and Vicky's old code. <laughs> uh, what was that? I mean, what, oh, never mind. I that wouldn't was... overthink it too much, and that's my hint. <laughs> when yellow meets blue in the east. So... Oh, can we try key? Uh, go for it. Are you trying that? Yeah. Uh, eh, wrong. Uh, it's not open. Juilliard, like, goes up and tries uh, G-T-H. And uh, the door unlocks itself. Oh, Guild of Three Heroines. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. I, uh, in a secure I location, she here, said. Um, if you all don't get this said. instantly, you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It only See, my brain tries. was like, I was thinking of the words Guild Three Heroines. I was like, none of those words are three letters long. This doesn't work. Yeah. Um, Amazing. <laughs> so um, this door opens and you step inside. And uh, instantly, you step on something you shouldn't, and everyone roll dexterity. Oh, great. Haven't okay. I suffered enough? You know, I feel like I would have been lo- You know, it's fine. Julia got an unnatural 20. <laughs> Unnat- not a non-natural, an unnatural 20. I love that phrasing. Okay. Um, uh, kids uh, got a 7. Okay. It's a 16 from Dartle. Well, okay, you're so on, kids, you're uh, in my you... backpack. Oh, yeah. Um, wait. <laughs> uh, Kitsa, you uh, a blade shoots up from the floor in front of you, and it nicks you in your arm enough to make you bleed. So you are bleeding from your left arm. Oh, but do I like take damage? So I mean, you can say no. I'd like no damage, but oh, uh, take one damage. It's not. It doesn't hurt you that bad. It's just uh, mm-hmm. um. You're just bleeding. <laughs> it's not It's not like a terrible wound or anything. Guys, I'm bleeding, but it's not a terrible wound or anything. That's <laughs> <laughs> specific. Um, here, actually, I'm going to give you my cloak of gray real quick. Actually, no, it's only in combat. Never mind. Uh, I'm going to um, toss you a bandage. Cool. I wrapped a bandage around my arm. All right, move on. The, do, does, do tieflings have red blood? Um, Wait a I like to think that... Or does Kitsa have red blood? blood? I feel like because she's like part drow elf, she, she has like dark purple blood. Okay. I guess it would be like... Well, do we really have to worry about oxygenation here? I think it would be a deep kind of maroonish burgundy. Okay. And then like the veins would probably be like a dark purple. Cool. I, I enjoy that. Um... Okay, so, um... We should just have a whole episode dedicated to the internal anatomy of tieflings. Heck yeah. I'd be down. As long as you taught it. Um, <laughs> so, um... I'm writing it in notes. That's, um... 
That's the only trap that you can see has sprung in front of you. So uh, you walk inside a little more cautious after uh, after this trap has sprung. But um, you walk in and immediately you see five doors in front of you. There's two doors to the right, two doors to the left, and one in the middle. And each of them looks different from the last. The door in the middle has four unique shapes right in the middle outlined for something to be placed inside of them. Okay. Hmm. Well, guys, I count five doors. And four missing shapes. What what kind of shapes? Just like weird, nondescript. Like things? one's a diamond, like... one's a circle, one is a an S shape, and one is a triangle. Simple. Mm-hmm. All right, pretty standard dungeon lock. Four symbols, four doors. I think and uh, we... just as a reminder, you know that this is a uh, testing chamber for uh, for the guild. That it, it's similar to. The, the dungeon that you first went through when you were uh, testing yourself to be a member. Oh, yeah. The dragon that we advocated for. Juilliard, like, kind of puts those pieces together, and he's like, if there's another dragon that's trapped in here, I swear to God, this, <laughs> I'm going to sue this guild. I don't want to do it, but if really they just keep write doing a letter. it. If, that, if that's the case, we should write a letter. Okay, so Juilliard um, just, like, picks... Um, one of the doors in the left, seemingly at random, and like tries to open it slowly, kind of looking around for traps. Okay, yeah, um, it's unlocked. You're able to get in, no problem. And uh, you walk in the inside, and you are instantly met with three more doors. From <laughs> uh, left to right, they're each painted a different color from left to right. Uh, one is painted a sparkling gold, one is painted a blood red, and the other is painted a shimmering silver. And above these three doors, inscribed in the wall, it says, Enter through in the order of which is least valuable to most valuable. Enter in the order which is from least valuable to most valuable. And it's gold, silver, and dark red? Yes. Could one even say that it is blood red? Yes, because I said it was blood red, yes. Okay, so one would say that it is blood red. <laughs> God yes. says that it is blood one red. One would say okay. that, yes. Um, so Juilliard just kind of looks at it for a second and just kind of like rolls his eyes and then goes through the gold door. Okay. And um, whenever you walk through, it's kind of like, it's an enchantment. Uh, so it ta- when you walk through, it takes you back through the door that you initially entered from. Okay, and then he just walks straight to the silver door and walks through it. Okay, and uh, you end back where you were. And then he goes through the blood door. Um, and you are taken back to the beginning. Nothing happens. So Juilliard like turns to Darrell in his backpack and he's like, I don't think that's how that was supposed to go. I think you're supposed to do silver, gold, and then blood. But why would silver be more valuable than gold? Least valuable to most, so least would be silver, second uh, most would be a little bit more would be gold, and then most would be blood, right? Yeah, I thought this was this whole trap was about the meaninglessness of money, and so the more valuable mo- Okay, oh, you right. really are a monk, aren't you? All right, Dartle's gonna like hop out and then see and then go through silver and then gold and then blood. All right, so when you get to the red door, uh, it opens up 
and you inside you see a pedestal with uh, one of the the S shape uh, that looks similar to the uh, middle door. I'm gonna make sure it's not trapped. I'm gonna take my old man vision. And be like, yeah, yeah. Let's see if there's traps in here. Uh, yeah, there are no traps spring, so you, awesome. You're good to go. I'm gonna grab the S and then run as quickly away as I can. Uh, okay. You have, yes. Okay. <laughs> you have the so, S. Juilliard says to Donald. Okay, but like, I thought this whole thing was an indictment upon capitalism. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. The okay. more valuable <laughs> something is in monetary terms, the least value it has to human life. Yes, Whoever designed Donald's these asleep, by the way, in the backpack. Ah, <laughs> uh, I guess he's fine. I guess that's okay. I was gonna say while they were doing that, I was gonna go in through the other door on the left. The other door on the left. Okay. Um, okay, so, Kitza, as soon as you open this door and you step inside, you fall. You fall very far. However, your fall is enchanted with Featherfall, so when you hit the ground, you don't hit the ground, but you stop nice. right before you hit the ground, and you are able to get Mission Impossible <laughs> back on your feet <laughs> uh, delicately. And uh, basically what this room looks like is a very tall cylinder, um, and on the sides of the wall, there's like hooks for torches. Um, other than that, the, uh, the sides of this cylinder room are, are pretty small, um, or pretty smooth, not small. Um, and you look up and you see being illuminated by a hole in the ceiling. There is, um, the circle key being illuminated very much at the top. Was it like in the ceiling or hanging from the ceiling? It's like suspended with magic. Okay. Um, I think I'm gonna try and like put torches in the torch holes to kind of see if are, are they are they there or they're just hooks like spots for torches? Or... They're just hooks. There's no torches there. Okay. Yeah. I'm and gonna... they're they're pretty high up. Like you like they kind of like spiral all the way up. So you definitely would not just be able to reach them where you are can i climb um if you find the means to okay um how far away does the ceiling look uh it's pretty far up you you fell pretty far it's definitely at least like 50 or 60 feet okay um can i just cast misty step twice and teleport up there um, what does Misty Step do? Great question. Uh, I teleport up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space that I can see. When you do that, you wouldn't be able to just stand on air in between, so you would get yourself 30 feet up, but then what are you going to do? You would just well, fall, cast right? it again. As soon as I get there, I'd cast it again, and then if it's suspended by, like, a chain or something, I would just grab onto that. So, okay. Uh, walk me through this. So you're going to cast yourself up 30 feet uh-huh. and uh, just do it again as you're falling? Yep. Uh, I, I'm i not going to let that slide because you need concentration to do that. And I don't think you're going to be it's able to concentrate if you're falling. It's okay, fine. Technically, it's a bonus action spell, but whatever. But you're you're falling. <laughs> like I I don't well, like, like I'm not I'm gonna like, let you. 
Okay, that's I'm not gonna argue, but like, okay. <laughs> um, so if I like think or anything, does it make me move through the space? If you, like, if I if you what if, if you think, well, like if I feather fall and I'm on the ground, is it like I'm trying to figure out how this room works? Is it so a like, magical room? It's like in Spy Kids, whenever they fall. Uh, I forget which one it is. Spy when Kids they see Steve Buscemi. Yeah, Spy Kids We're too, and they falling. like stop right before they hit the ground, and uh, they're able to get out of that. It's like that. It's that enchantment. Okay. Um, so it only works if you like fall down. You know. Got it. It's just there to catch you. Well, I'm just gonna yell for my friends because I don't think I have anything that can get me out of this. Well, oh. you have yeah. three friends. <laughs> yeah, that's why I yell for them. Okay, we'll say that um, Juilliard and Dartle are have just received the S, and one of you, maybe only Juilliard, because I don't know how Dartle's hearing is. Um, <laughs> he, he doesn't hear it. Uh, I don't you even, hear her. Yeah, no way. <laughs> uh, you hear an echo from one of the doors nearby Juilliard. Okay. Um, Juilliard's like, oh, yeah, Kiss is having trouble somewhere. Um, let's try this door. And he goes into the one that he just came out of. I'm gonna, I'm gonna or not, not the one he came out of. The one that right next to the one he just came out of. I'm so gonna, the other left door. So I'm gonna hop- well, that's that's the one that Kits is in. Yeah, so that's what he goes into. I'm hopping out. <laughs> okay, so um, yeah, Dartle, you hop out, and uh, Juilliard, you just fall to the ground the same way that Kitsa did, um, because you you were not very cautious when you did when you opened this door. Um, so, yeah, you fall, and now you are down at the bottom with Kitsa. Hey, Kitsa. What's hey. up? Hi. Yeah, I don't know how to get that thing. And I point up to the, the circle that's suspended. Hmm. How many feet do you think that is in the air? Oh, less than 60. Less than 60? About 60. Yeah. Let's see. I know that there is something that makes me jump super high. Okay, well, that making you jump super high, I think what you're thinking of is the thing that triples your uh, vertical jump, but that would still only be, like, 12 feet. Oh, I guess, actually, I could summon Dracaris. Yeah, go for that. Yeah? Yeah, and I'll summon Dracaris to go and fly up. Okay. Dracaris poofs in front of you, and what do you tell him to do? Um, Okay, can you go and fly up and grab that circle thing? And uh, he flies up at your command, and uh, roll a strength check for him. Okay. I don't know what his stats are. <laughs> I was but... like, let me pull up the stats for a pseudo dragon. <laughs> strength is minus two, so that's a ten. Oh, he's um he's kind of having trouble um pulling it down because it is being held in place by some enchantment. Got it. That's all I got. All right. Well, it's magic. Let's look around, see if there's anything to use here to, you know, conquer this trial or whatever the guild cooks up. So, can like, what else is in this room besides the the torches on this wall and the light and the symbol? Uh, you can see the door, which is about halfway uh, up the the way that you fell. Hmm. So that would be like thirty feet up. So is it like actually like a like a wind like gust that's like propelled that like stopped us from falling or is it just like that part of the room has feather fall? It's just like 
that. It's not like you feel it okay. right now. It's not like a wind blowing your hair up in the wind. It's just like, it's just like a, a an invisible safety net that catches you. Huh. So you're not going to be able to do anything with it. Unless you can. I don't, I, mean, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, uh, I don't think so either. I don't know what I would have besides my jump that would allow me to retrieve this thing. Do you have tools? Do you have... What do you have in your... Well, okay. Well, it? apparently it's stuck sat, like, you know, safely into place so that a small miniature dragon can't wrench it. So I feel like me throwing a dart at it would probably wouldn't do much. Um, I mean, all I've got is, like, I have a prayer book. I have incense. Like, I have my daggers, but I don't think that would really work. Tartle, what are you doing? Uh, right now, um... I don't think I'd be able to hear them, so I'm just going to go through the next door. <laughs> Amazing. All right, we'll come back to you. Um... <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I just can't justify that at all. Um, yeah, that's valid. We're kind of at a wall here. I think uh, what comes Gardle. in... Um, hold on. What comes in an adventurer's... I mean, we still have rope if we could lasso it down, but I feel like that'd be really difficult yeah. to lasso. Right, because I was because Nori has one of those, but I don't know which one he has because I made his character sheet really. I kind of blew through it. Um, get on D and D beyond. Um, an explorer's pack has a backpack, bedroll, mess kit, tinderbox, torches, rations, water skin, and rope. So, um. Nori no can has been watching the three of you this whole time and um he looks over the side and he shouts down to you and he's like you guys need some rope Yeah, could you throw that down Nori? Do, do you need me to hold on to the other side or do you want all of it? <laughs> uh, I don't know how well you holding on to the other side is going to work. Well, I mean, if we just Oh, I guess I could teleport up to the door at least and pull you up Juilliard. Yeah, you can teleport up there. Yeah, I'll go up to the door and then... Um, okay, well, now I'm here and you're in the pit. Do you want Do you want to come up? Uh, I mean, I feel like we should, we should figure out how to get this. Like, I don't know that I can do much from up there. Probably should just yeah. stand here. I can try to lasso with the rope. I mean, I probably would have a better shot lassoing it since I'm 30 feet away now and you're, like, 60 feet away now. Um, I just realized... Well, no, wait, 30. If the pseudo dragon can't move it, then a mage hand probably can't move it. Um, I mean, I can try and lasso from here, or I can pull you up and you can lasso from here. I mean, we really have an unlimited opportunity of you climbing up this rope and then me dropping the rope back down. Yeah, why don't you just give a shot trying to hit it from there, and then I can probably clamber my way up. Okay. I am going to lasso the circle thing. But instead of actually lassoing it, okay, I'm tying a loop and then I'm using a mage hand to put the loop to, like, around. Hook it? Yeah, and then pull it with my actual strength. Oh, okay, smart. Okay. Um. So, are you using the mage hand to get it around the thing or to just tighten it, or both? What are you doing? Um, to get both yeah i'm using mage hand to put the edge i'm like throwing the lasso except then having the mage hand actually carry the loop of the lasso and tightening it around okay uh roll strength 
Low strength, which is just marginally better than my pseudo dragon. Oh, that's not bad. That's an unnatural 20. Oh, <laughs> no, that's not bad at all. Um, yeah, you yeah. Uh, yank it right down. But uh, since you got a 20, it, it, it didn't, doesn't fall down. But um, you get it, but you yank it so hard, it, it uh, hits the ground. And there's a little chip that comes out of it. Oh, no. So now Juilliard's in the pit. <laughs> Does anyone know how to mend things? Oh, I mean, are okay, the, wall, are the walls out. climbable at all? Uh, you got the, the torch things. I mean, you can just try to, like, rock wall your way up to the to the, the door. or. Yeah, I'm going to try to just, like, climb my way up the rock wall because I got claws and stuff. Wait, I can untie this rope. You can use this rope. It's 50 feet long. Okay, just throw it down there. Get me out yeah, of this I pit. Throw, I, I hate this pit. This is the I worst pit. Down. And I also take the little chipped part if I can find it. Okay, yeah, you they you see where it went, so you have uh, both in pieces. Um, so yeah, Juilliard, it, it's a low DC since you have a, a rope, but roll for athletics to to get yourself up. It's a nat twenty. All right, yeah, you uh, eat yourself up real quick. Um, so now all four of you are back in this room, and you have now gotten two out of four. Thanks. Two out of four pieces. You have the S and you have the circle. Yay. And you have cleared the left side of the room. Amazing. Dartle, you get to pick a door this time. I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go through the second door, like in, in order. The, so the one adjacent second. to you guys is. So the second door on the right? Yes. Okay. So you open this door. And uh, with the three, the, everyone else behind you, uh, you watch as two gelatinous cubes slink oh. down from the ceiling. And uh, <laughs> you're going to get ready to battle. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.